This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. Want to encounter scripture in a fresh and beautiful new way? Keep listening to learn about a New Testament in English by Native North Americans for Native North Americans and all English-speaking peoples. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Leviticus 3, Peace Offering Regulations, Animal from the Herd. Now if his offering is a peace offering sacrifice, if he presents an offering from the herd, he must present before the Lord a flawless male or female. He must lay his hand on the head of his offering and slaughter it at the entrance of the meeting tent. And the sons of Aaron, the priest, must splash the blood against the altar's sides. Then the one presenting the offering must present a gift to the Lord from the peace offering sacrifice. He must remove the fat that covers the entrails and all the fat that surrounds the entrails, the two kidneys with the fat on their sinews, and the protruding lobe on the liver which he is to remove along with the kidneys. Then the sons of Aaron must offer it up in smoke on the altar atop the burnt offering that is on the wood in the fire as a gift of a soothing aroma to the Lord. Animal from the Flock If his offering for a peace offering sacrifice to the Lord is from the flock, he must present a flawless male or female. If he presents a sheep as his offering, he must present it before the Lord. He must lay his hand on the head of his offering and slaughter it before the meeting tent. And the sons of Aaron must splash its blood against the altar's sides. Then he must present a gift to the Lord from the peace offering sacrifice. He must remove all the fatty tail up to the end of the spine the fat covering the entrails, and all the fat on the entrails, the two kidneys with the fat on their sinews, and the protruding lobe on the liver, which he is to remove along with the kidneys. Then the priest must offer it up in smoke on the altar as a food gift to the Lord. If his offering is a goat, he must present it before the Lord, lay his hand on its head, and slaughter it before the meeting tent. And the sons of Aaron must splash its blood against the altar sides. Then he must present from it his offering as a gift to the Lord. 
the fat which covers the entrails, and all the fat on the entrails, the two kidneys with the fat on the sinews, and the protruding lobe on the liver, which he is to remove along with the kidneys. Then the priest must offer them up in smoke on the altar as a food gift for a soothing aroma. All the fat belongs to the Lord. This is a perpetual statute throughout your generations in all the places where you live. You must never eat any fat or any blood. Leviticus chapter 22 verses 17 through 33. Regulations for offering votive and free will offerings. The Lord spoke to Moses, Speak to Aaron, his sons, and all the Israelites, and tell them, When any man from the house of Israel or from the resident foreigners in Israel presents his offerings for any of the votive or free will offerings, which they present to the Lord as a burnt offering, if it is to be acceptable for your benefit, it must be a flawless male from the cattle, sheep, or goats. You must not present anything that has a flaw because it will not be acceptable for your benefit. If a man presents a peace offering sacrifice to the Lord for a special votive offering or for a freewill offering from the herd or the flock, it must be flawless to be acceptable. It must have no flaw. You must not present to the Lord something blind or with a broken bone or mutilated or with a running sore or with a festering eruption or with a feverish rash. You must not give any of these as a gift on the altar to the Lord. As for an ox or a sheep with a limb too long or stunted, you may present it as a free will offering, but it will not be acceptable for a votive offering. You must not present to the Lord something with testicles that are bruised, crushed, torn, or cut off. You must not do this in your land. Even from a foreigner, you must not present the food of your God from such animals as these, for they are ruined and flawed. They will not be acceptable to your benefit. The Lord spoke to Moses, When an ox, lamb, or goat is born, it must be under the care of its mother seven days. But from the eighth day onward, it will be acceptable as an offering gift to the Lord. You must not slaughter an ox or a sheep and its young on the same day. When you sacrifice a thanksgiving offering to the Lord, you must sacrifice it so that it is acceptable for your benefit. On that very day, it must be eaten. You must not leave any part of it over until morning. I am the Lord. You must be sure to do my commandments. I am the Lord. You must not profane my holy name, and I will be sanctified in the midst of the Israelites. I am the Lord who sanctifies you, the one who brought you out from the land of Egypt to be your God. I am the Lord. Numbers chapter 19. The Red Heifer Ritual. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron. This is the ordinance of the law that the Lord has commanded. Instruct the Israelites to bring you a red heifer without blemish, which has no defect and has never carried a yoke. You must give it to Eleazar, the priest, so that he can take it outside the camp, and it must be slaughtered before him. Eleazar, the priest, is to take some of its blood with his finger and sprinkle some of the blood seven times in the direction of the front of the tent of meeting. Then the heifer must be burned in his sight. Its skin, its flesh, its blood, and its offal is to be burned. So the priest must take cedar wood, hyssop, and scarlet wool and throw them into the midst of the fire where the heifer is burning. Then the priest must wash his clothes and bathe himself in water, and afterward he may come into the camp, but the priest will be ceremonially unclean until evening. 
The one who burns it must wash his clothes in water and bathe himself in water. He will be ceremonially unclean until evening. The man who is ceremonially clean must gather up the ashes of the red heifer and put them in a ceremonially clean place outside the camp. They must be kept for the community of the Israelites for use in the water of purification. It is a purification for sin. The one who gathers the ashes of the heifer must wash his clothes and be ceremonially unclean until evening. This will be a permanent ordinance both for the Israelites and the resident foreigner who lives among them. Purification from Uncleanness Whoever touches the corpse of any person will be ceremonially unclean seven days. He must purify himself with water on the third day and on the seventh day and so will be clean. But if he does not purify himself on the third day and the seventh day, then he will not be clean. Anyone who touches the corpse of any dead person and does not purify himself defiles the tabernacle of the Lord. And that person must be cut off from Israel because the water of purification was not sprinkled on him. He will be unclean. His uncleanness remains on him. This is the law. When a man dies in a tent, anyone who comes into the tent and all who are in the tent will be ceremonially unclean seven days. And every open container that has no covering fastened on it is unclean. And whoever touches the body of someone killed with a sword in the open fields or the body of someone who died of natural causes or a human bone or grave will be unclean seven days. For a ceremonially unclean person, you must take some of the ashes of the heifer burnt for purification from sin and pour fresh running water over them in a vessel. Then a ceremonially clean person must take hyssop, dip it in the water, and sprinkle it on the tent, on all its furnishings, and on the people who were there, or on the one who touched a bone, or one who was killed, or one who died, or a grave. And the clean person must sprinkle the unclean on the third day and on the seventh day. And on the seventh day, he must purify him. And then he must wash his clothes and bathe in water. And he will be clean in the evening. But the man who is unclean and does not purify himself, that person must be cut off from among the community because he has polluted the sanctuary of the Lord. The water of purification was not sprinkled on him, so he is unclean. So this will be a perpetual ordinance for them. The one who sprinkles the water of purification must wash his clothes, and the one who touches the water of purification will be unclean until evening. And whatever the unclean person touches will be unclean, and the person who touches it will be unclean until evening. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious and righteous God, we thank you for another opportunity to sit with your word today. Through the many verses, the many instructions that are given, we often find ourselves trying to connect the dots, trying to make sense. Hearing these ancient texts in our contemporary context can be disorienting. God, would you help us to bridge the gap mentally? Would you bring about deep understanding? Would you help us to understand cultural contexts as we understand and sit with your word? Would you illuminate the applications for us by the power of your spirit and give us the thirst to really study your word, to dig into it? to understand it. God, we are thankful for this reminder that points to Jesus in so many ways. 
the one who was fully and completely clean, the perfect offering for our sin, both the high priest and the sin offering. We are reminded that apart from the righteousness and the holiness imparted to us by Christ, that we cannot purify ourselves, we cannot clean ourselves up, and that it is your gracious gift in cleaning up those dead and sin and trespasses and bringing us from outside to the inside of real and true eternal community that we give you thanks and praise today. Thank you, O God, for your word. And we pray more and more that we would see in it what you would have us to see and that it would point us to the grace, the mercy, and the beauty of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The First Nations Version is a translation of the New Testament that captures the simplicity, clarity, and beauty of native storytellers in English, while remaining faithful to the original language of the Bible. Here a reading from one of this week's passages, Hebrews chapter 10, verses 21 through 23. Since we have such a great chief holy man, who was head man of Creator's family lodge, let us draw near with honest hearts, trusting fully in what the Chosen One has done. For our hearts have been washed clean from guilt and shame, and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us get a firm and steady hold on this hope we say is ours. For the one who made the promise to us can be fully trusted. Whether you are native or not, you will experience the scriptures in a new way. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code THE WORD. That's promo code T H E W O R D at IVPress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, Think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.